Hi, I'm your host, Brenda Close. And I'm your co-host, Kaylee Smalley. And this is our podcast, Treasuring Education. Education. Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast, where we provide practical advice and support for parents like you. I'm Brenda, your host, and today we'll be exploring an important topic, understanding the roles of the staff at the district tier of a school district. Now, we know navigating the education system can be challenging, especially when it comes to understanding who's who and what their roles are, but we are here to break it down for you in a way that's easy to understand and then apply it to your own situation. Before we jump into the roles of the staff at this level, let's clarify that district level refers to administrative level that oversees multiple schools within a specific district. The district tier plays a crucial role in setting policies, allocating resources, and then ensuring that all schools within the district are running smoothly. So they may oversee just a few schools or many, many schools. In the school district I graduated from had three general high schools with four feeder middle schools. And so each of these middle schools had two to four feeder elementary schools. And then there were several alternative schools at each level. That's a lot of resources to manage and students to care for. And there are certainly much larger school districts out there. Absolutely. Well, let's start at the top with the superintendent. This is the person responsible for overseeing the entire district and making policy and strategic decisions. And then just below the superintendent, we have assistant superintendents. And they typically focus on specific areas such as curriculum and instruction, student services, or human resources. Assistants also work closely with principals and teachers to provide support, guidance, and resources in their designated areas. So for example, if there's a concern about curriculum development, the assistant superintendent for curriculum and instruction would be the go-to person. And sometimes there's even a third level, the director's. Below assistant and superintendents can be a director of curriculum, director of special ed, director of instruction, director of assessment, director of facilities, IT, transportation, special programs, nutrition, security, professional development. You you get the idea. The list can be quite long. That was a pretty long list, but very effective. And they're kind of like the vice presidents in the business world. They are each responsible for their own departments. And if the district is large enough, you'll likely see this level. When I worked at the district level as a 6th through 12th grade English language arts coordinator, I reported to our director of curriculum and instruction. And I also worked with other directors to bring training and information to all of our 6th through 12 ELA teachers and principals. This lower level of the district office ties the district policies and the strategies to the classroom. In my former district, that level of district personnel even extends itself to my field, speech and language pathology. And that district level support helps me at the building level to implement the policies and strategies of the district. And it offers all of the SLPs in the district that link we need to collaborate and train together. And I also had to report directly to the director of special education. Yeah, often those roles and responsibilities of the directors overlap. And let's not forget the school board, which is made up of elected officials who represent the community's interests in education. That's right. And the school board sets policies, 
they approve budgets, and they make important decisions that really impact the entire district. They're at the very top of the organizational chart, so the voice of the community who shape the direction of the schools. The school board ultimately holds the power to decide about all the big issues that the school district faces. Our constitution gives our states the power to direct education at the state level, and states then delegate that power to local school boards, giving them laws and standards to govern locally. It's up to each community to carefully elect their school board members to have schools that reflect the community's values in education. And don't we have an entire podcast episode and video dedicated to local school boards? Yes, we do. It's the very last session in this piece of the five-piece framework, learning about your school. Okay. Well, this has been a pretty detailed discussion about the leadership roles at the district level, but be sure to check out our video on district-level roles for even more information that may benefit you. And remember that each district has a very different look in their organizational chart, so you might experience something different locally. And be sure to join us for the next Empowering Parents podcast, where we'll be discussing two hot topics in curriculum, critical race theory and social-emotional learning. Ooh. (laughs) Remember, we're here to support you as you support your child. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications of our next podcasts. And sign up for our newsletter at www.treasuring.com.